Good afternoon and welcome to the Northern Kentucky Spotlight on a glorious spring day. I'm Catherine Nero alongside Jeremy Schran, the Marketing and Communications Director for the Northern Kentucky Chamber of Commerce. Jeremy, how are you doing on this lovely Monday? I'm doing great. I'm a little sore. I've been working out because I'm going to have to start seeing people again soon. My legs are <laughs> sore, but I'm here. Listen, I, I will fully admit I'm wearing sweatpants. Uh, beneath this lovely sweater. I just couldn't do it today. It's just one of those times. Listen, but you know what? Uh, I think we're all at that point. You're right. At some point, we're all going to have to like get back together, get ourselves in order. And man, aren't we excited to do it? Um, and so just ahead, we're going to update you on all the information about COVID and, and some really, really good news in our area. But first and foremost, we want to thank our sponsors here at the Spotlight. Of course, uh, we want to thank CBG, the title sponsor for the Northern Kentucky Spotlight, and C Crew Consulting, our digital sponsor, for making everything happen. And in addition to that, Jeremy, uh, coming up in just a little bit, we've got an, uh, a guest coming up to talk about maybe you know what to do if you're stuck a little bit in your business. Yes, uh, Park Place Business Improvement Strategies, not to be confused with uh, Boardwalk. I keep making that joke. Like Brent <laughs> is really influencing me with these dad jokes, but uh, yeah. So we yeah. got Park Place Business Improvement strategies and it's um about how it can help uh, get your get uh your business like organized and like you know like if you've been hitting speed bumps and stuff um it, it, it's a very interesting business and um, i'm kind of interested to, to hear about what she, what she has to say and uh, you know when do you when do you call in you know the uh the left-hander from the bullpen uh, and that's yeah. really one of the questions that a lot of businesses have so we'll get to that coming up in just a little bit but let's start with that incredible news uh shall we okay so the COVID update for this week number one the health department the northern kentucky health department has administered almost 119,000 doses of vaccine that means 44,000 northern kentuckians are fully vaccinated more to come this week of course the new daily cases averaged about 52 per day this week. That is a decline from last week. Now, the deaths did go up and pretty significantly, but there's a reason for that. So 77 additional deaths have been uh, added to, that makes it to uh, 351 total. But those 77 came as a result of a review of like death certificates from December and January, not necessarily from last week. Still a loss of life is a loss of life, but uh, that's why those numbers are fluctuating there. Okay, uh, so Campbell, Kenton, and Grant counties are in the yellow zone. So if you think of it as red, orange, yellow. So it's like in that middle zone. Good stuff there, friends. And the more that are in that yellow zone, the more quickly things will open back up completely. So just keep that in mind. Now, Boone, you're in the orange zone, but you're super close. So the yellow zone means you have fewer than 10 per 100,000 cases. Boone County, you have 10.5 per 100,000 cases. So next week it could be, or in the next couple of weeks, could be coming down off of that uh, level. Hospitalizations are down. Positivity rates are down. Even testing has decreased to the point where this week that Covington IRS site that has uh, housed a, like my my kids say it's the worst circus ever. Like if they've got these <laughs> circus tents out on the parking lot there for the COVID tents, uh, yeah, it would not be a great circus. Um, but it's going to be closed because they just don't need it anymore, which is excellent, excellent news. Uh, Governor Bashir has extended the curfew for bars and restaurants one additional hour. And as of right now, if you are over age 50, anybody over age 50, you can get the vaccine. And everyone 16 plus is eligible on April 12th. So we are really rounding that corner, getting really close to what we hope will be herd immunity. It's phenomenal news. I love the, the yellow zones. We're going to be all yellow by next week. Yellow is a good thing. Um, and, uh, you know, this has uh, been a year. We've been doing this for a year. And uh, St. Elizabeth yeah. remembers, like, the one year of COVID. Um, they, uh, 
honored. It's almost 3,000 COVID patients last week on the anniversary of the first patient being admitted to the hospital um, with COVID. In addition to caring for those patients, St. Elizabeth has also vaccinated 70,000 people. So so of all those people that are va- vaccinated, 70,000 of them were from St. Elizabeth, which is just amazing. Amazing. Um, and you can watch a uh, COVID one year uh, later, a day of remembrance and healing on St. Elizabeth's Facebook page. Let's also talk about Turfway Park because it had its day in the sun, if you will, on Friday. So Turfway Park, as we know it, is no more, but it's about to be bigger and better because Churchill Downs just broke ground on a $145 million renovation project. Governor Bashir was there, along with many leaders that included dad joke connoisseur Brent Cooper. Uh, <laughs> the new facility will have 1,500 historical racing machines, the historical horse racing machines. So they kind of look like slot machines, but they're old races. Um, and then in addition, because, you know, that was a big deal in the General Assembly. There was a big deal for that to happen. So that's great, great news for uh, Turfway. In addition to that, of course, there'll be a new clubhouse, a one-mile synthetic track, and then an inner dirt track as well, and other gaming machines. And this should all be open. This is hard to believe. Summer of next year, summer 2022. That's a lot to do in a little amount of time. It is exciting. I can't wait. I uh, I kind of grew up there. My dad was uh, on the life squad there at Turfway Park for years. Oh, so. Yeah, I love that. I love that facility. It just it, it feels like home to me to like go go and hang out there. So it's going to be awesome to see what they do to it. Um, speaking of the General Assembly, um, we are almost done. The this now now we're in what's called the veto recess period, um, which means Governor Bashir has until the March 28th to either sign or veto bills passed so far. Um, legislators can't legislate late. <laughs> legislators. Can place uh, can pass more bills when they uh, reconvene on March 29th, but they can't override any gubernatorial vetoes um, at that point. Uh, transportation funding is still alive, so if you feel so inclined, um, we want you to go ahead and in, um, it, call your legislators, tell them to support the transportation funding. Um, we really, really need that infrastructure bill. It, it, it can really help our region a lot to to take care of some of these massive road, road projects that we all need to to be worried about uh well speaking of down the road uh you don't need to deal with the bridge to go to check out the uh, the women's team from thomas moore now they're playing on the road but this is yet another year of success for the thomas moore saints the woman will play in the naia national semifinals tonight by the way they are top ranked and top seeded so they are favored fingers crossed they'll come home with a win, actually two more wins. So again, so they will play some, play Morningside tonight at seven. This is in Sioux City, Iowa. The Saints are on a 13-game win streak. So if they win tonight, they'll then potentially play in the national championship game again. It is getting old hat for those folks over there at Thomas Moore. Congratulations once again to the great, great team uh, representing this area at its finest. That's it's it's time. It's time. Oh, time. it is time, Jeremy. I need to give you the proper send off. It is time for Jeremy's Chamber Roundup. Yeehaw! <laughs> Chamber Roundup. So this week we have a really great event from the Women's Initiative. It's the Spring Professional Series. It's cultural competence and how to embrace unique perspectives to maximize professional growth. Now, a lot of the Women's Initiative programming, sometimes it's for women only, but this is a this event is open to everyone. And it's a really, really great program about um, why diversity is important and um, how to how to embrace it. 
Um, then on the 25th for our YPs, we have a virtual cocktails and conversations. It's a great little networking happy hour in the afternoon. So if you're a YP, please check that out. And then next week, we got another women's initiative. And now this one is for women only, and it is the virtual March Connect Hour. So there's another happy hour in the afternoon, virtual. All of our happy hours are still virtual for the time being. But keep getting those numbers down. Keep getting those vaccines. Get those counties to yellow. And we will be back in person. And we will get to see people and high five them and shake hands and do business as usual. So keep getting your vaccines. Who would have thought we'd be so excited about stuff like this? Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you, I'll be very excited. I don't even care if I have to wear a mask. It'll be great. We'll do it. Uh, all right. So, listen, we've caught you up on all things uh, Northern Kentucky. Stay with us. We're going to be talking with Park Place. And again, if you're a business and you're like big, small, entrepreneur, whatever, and you're like, you know, I just need to, I, I got to get to that next step. This is a really good conversation for you to figure out when to ask, why, and maybe who to ask as well. So, stick with us on the Northern Kentucky Spotlight. CBG Airport is the lowest fare airport in the tri-state region with 54 non-stop flights and direct international service to seven destinations, including Paris, France, and now home to both DHLs and Amazon's global cargo hubs. The airport is furthering its position as leader in aviation and is deeply committed to being an economic driver for the community. You can learn more and start your next adventure at CVGAirport.com. Ranking on Google Search and Maps is easy to understand, but hard to do. It requires constant effort and attention, uploading new photos, responding to Google reviews, writing weekly posts, and checking suggested updates. Google listing optimization takes experience and time, and there are no shortcuts. C-Crew gives your Google My Business account the steady, consistent attention it needs to be effective, optimizing, updating, and expanding critical content every single week. From local retail stores to large regional networks, C-Crew generates content, establishes benchmarks, and creates dramatic measurable increases in engagement. So what can C-Crew do for your business? More calls, more clicks, more clients. Welcome back to the Northern Kentucky Spotlight. Thanks for sticking around with us. Right now we're talking with Mary Willenborg of Park Place Business Improvement Strategies. And we're so glad to have you here, Mary. Thank you. I'm really happy to be here too. Let's talk about this. We're all looking to improve our businesses. Tell us what you do in your consultancy. Well, basically what we do is that we kind of unlock, I know this is going to sound dumb, but we sort of unlock the potential of what uh, people already have in their businesses. So doing great work um they are already but they've come up to some kind of a problem you know mm -hmm. either they want to really expand their businesses across to lexington or louisville or across the states and they need some uh, documentation to make sure that they are going to be able to replicate that in every place so we do documentation uh, we do best practices basically documentation development and metrics one of the most important parts <laughs> so sometimes it takes an outside set of eyes to see not just the problems, but the solutions that might be right there in front of people. They're always right there. They know exactly what to do, but for whatever reason, it hasn't percolated up to take mm -hmm. some action or uh, they don't know the right questions to ask. But it's a, it's, a, it's a great thing because when you work with people and you kind of engage them and you give them the opportunity to say what they're thinking and feeling about how their work could be improved, 
it just all comes out and you know <laughs> we look great but all we're really doing is uh just making sure that uh, we're writing it all down and asking the right questions it's great <laughs> you know a lot of times you know when when businesses say okay we've got a consultant coming in sometimes that can make people a little nervous but it's interesting you say that you've um in all the businesses that you've dealt with you have only found broken processes not broken people Never. I have uh, never found a place that was suffering because they had somebody who was doing the wrong thing. I -hmm. believe that people come to work every single day to do their best work. And what our job is and why you develop best practices is to give them the opportunity to do that. So um, sometimes business owners will come to me and say, you know, I've got this employee, I got to figure out a way to get rid of them. And I say, maybe let's look and see, but I've never, ever found it to be a person, always found it to be a broken process. That's interesting. Now, what kind of services does Park Place provide? Well, we basically, um, we do, we do it kind of, in, I think of it in three categories. Sometimes people will just call me up and they will say, okay, I got this problem. Can I talk this through with you? So that's just kind of a quick hit sort of thing. And we consider that um, really interesting. We love it. Our clients come back all the time to do that. And, you know, I shouldn't say this, but I frequently do it for free just because you'd like <laughs> to, you know, you like to help people you yeah. like to, you know, but anyway, so that's one thing. And then we do some kind of short project. So they might have one broken process that they're just struggling with. And we'll just start at the beginning of it. We'll we'll keep track of, or we'll ask them, how are you doing it now? Write it all down. And then we go back and say, okay, how could you do this better? And they tell us everything we need to know. We put it, we write it down. And then we, um, uh, we follow up with them. And what most places don't have is a, a set of metrics. And that's really important to stay on track. So that every time we fix a process, we make sure that there are metrics and reporting involved that help with that. Um, and then the big ones, sometimes we do big projects and those frequently we do big projects. And those projects are about a company that wants to expand um, and yeah. needs that documentation for every part of what they do. And then sometimes it's a company that has expanded too quickly and they've got to somehow go back and, and put that foundation back under uh, under them. So anyway, that's what we do. <laughs> How does a business know when it's time to call in a consultant? That's a, that's a, a really good question. And I say, generally speaking, if you feel like you're experiencing chaos every day, you know, mm-hmm. it's probably because you don't have the right processes in place or you don't have any processes in place and you just need to do a re- redo. So if you've stopped growing, if it's, you know, there's chaos that's happening, that's probably when it's time to get somebody like me in. You know, it's interesting, so many businesses, and, and I know you work with entrepreneurs, small business, large businesses, so many entrepreneurs in particular, especially in the creative fields, they may know their line of work and their expertise and have every bit of knowledge, but that business part of it is something that they may not possess. And I would imagine that's when a consultant could, could really come in handy. Well, it's really interesting that you say that. Um, you're perceptive. <laughs> lots of them. Lots I think of, I'm in this boat, Mary. I think that's yeah. where I am. I think that's <laughs> the problem. <laughs> you know, that's the funny thing. Me too. Everybody <laughs> is like that. It's just hard to, you know, keep track of your own business and what you're trying to do. Um, but uh, generally speaking, actually, I forgot the question now. I was thinking about how hard it is. <laughs> to do in, your- in the creative field or in a services oh, yeah. field, is it hard sometimes to know that business side? 
Yeah, it is. Almost everybody starts a business with with a really solid skill set in some area Mm -hmm. and they don't know what they don't know, you know, either about, you know, how to set up the business, how to pay your taxes and, you know, do all the right stuff. they don't know what they don't know is basically what it is. So um, we, there's lots and lots of people out there that you just are a joy to work with. They're so excited about what they do. And then there are other people out there who know how to run a business like the, you know, unbelievable, but they don't know how to deal with their employees, for example, or they don't know how to train people to do what they know how to do. So, um, you know, we're all just sort of normal people out there trying to make this uh, jump in one way or the other. And if you're able to recognize what it is about you that you need to have, or your business, you need to have uh, bolstered up a little bit, you know, that's what it's all about. Figuring, you know, taking advantage of your strengths and, you know, somehow or another, making sure your weaknesses don't take you down. Well, we talked about starting businesses. Tell us how you started this one. Well, I just backed into this and I've thought many times over the years, why did I do that? You know, but I worked for a great company by the name of Market Day and they're not around anymore, but this was, um, this was probably 20 years ago or so and love them, love the people, love the, you know, the business. This was a very, uh, socially conscious company, loved them, uh, but they were killing me. I mean, they mm-hmm. had me they had me going to Chicago once a week for a meeting and then getting back on the plane and coming back home too much. And my kids were teenagers and I've always felt that teenagers uh, needed you home watching what was happening more when they were teenagers than they did when they were little, you True. know? So anyway, I uh, decided to quit and I gave them a lot of notice uh, because I didn't, I really liked them. I didn't want to leave them in the lurch. So they said, okay, okay. We know we've abused you, but will you just, while you're looking for another job, just help us out a little bit. So um, that's what started. And I started and they kept me busy full time for five years, just about, I'm thinking, okay, it's time for me to go get a real job. (laughs) Then um, my, one of my graduate school professors came up to me and said, you know, my son's got this business. He's doing a great job, but he's been screwed by all these consultants. Can you just talk to him? Uh, so I, that led to 10 years worth. Um, so I just, you know, as I said, I don't know if I should have done this or not, but it's what I did. You know? <laughs> You're in it now. No I'm turning back. Now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let's also talk about the importance of being in this area and being a part of the Chamber of Commerce. Tell us uh, whether it's networking or, or just uh, the area. What is it that's important? Well, Northern Kentucky, I'm a very, very proud uh, Kentuckian, very proud Kentuckian. And I uh, somehow feel like it's at least partially my mission to have these people who talk about Kentucky as being backwoods and all this other stuff to just say to them, no, that's just not mm-hmm. true. And I really don't appreciate that you talk that way about us anymore. You know, it's just not true. So anyway, I've gotten a little more vocal as I've gotten older. <laughs> but in any case, um, I love Northern Kentucky. I love the people here. And and I know that I can help people in their businesses and, you know, businesses that people start on their own are wonderful. And it's, you just see people blossom. And I really want that to have, uh, to be something that's good for our whole neighborhood or a whole community. So that and the chamber, especially lately, I think has been a very, um, very energetic, I guess, and very mm-hmm. positive about what's going on in uh, the changes that are needed in our community, for example, and just very, I think, supporting that. And uh, I watched the HR 100 uh, um, best practices seminar the other mm-hmm. day. 
terrific. I mean, really great information, brought a lot of different people together and talked about some things that uh, we didn't used to talk about. So I'm thrilled to see what's going on with that. So anyway, that's why I'm, that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. So if people want to get in contact with you, where, where should they go? What should they do? Well, uh, probably the easiest way is just to call me. Um, I still use my phone. <laughs> it's 859-760-5013. Perfect. Mary, thanks so much. Mary Willenborg from Park Place Business Improvement Strategies. We appreciate you being here today. Thanks, Catherine. All nice right. And stick with us. We'll be right back on the Northern Kentucky Spotlight. Helping grow the talent pipeline, it's what we do. Growing regional outcomes through workforce, or Grow Northern Kentucky, is a strategic initiative comprised of leaders across key industries, educational institutions, and community organizations. These groups are collaborating to leverage the region's assets to grow, attract, and retain a globally competitive workforce. Led by the Chamber, more than 70 partners have aligned their strategic efforts and resources to address our region's workforce needs. Helping grow the talent pipeline, it's what we do. And welcome back to the Northern Kentucky Spotlight. Thanks for sticking with us again. It's so nice outside. I'm thrilled that you're watching and listening right now here at the Spotlight. And Jeremy, thank you as always for all your hard work. Yeah, thank thank you for uh, for organizing us and getting all the stories together and and and, and interviewing all these very interesting businesses. I'd like to uh, well, thank C Crew and CVG again, our sponsors. Without them, we wouldn't be uh, be a uh, able to do this thing and you know i yeah. cannot wait to get done doing this podcast today because i'm gonna open this window behind me i've got to close because the road noise behind us but it is such a beautiful day out <laughs> it is and listen uh speaking of great uh interviews there's a good one coming your way next week right here on the spotlight an interesting business called resettled life so this is you know for people who are downsizing maybe you know you're empty nesters maybe you've got older parents who are you know moving to a smaller area what do you do with all that stuff right how do you make them feel comfortable once they get there you want to talk about one-stop shopping from moving to auctioning off the stuff to knowing what's worth this is amazing i was fascinated and by the way you might also get some really good deals on some of these uh, auction items so stay with us join us next week and we'll talk to resell of life about a really cool business right here in northern kentucky but in the meantime, you guys enjoy this spring weather, enjoy this lovely day, and uh, if you would, hit subscribe if you're listening to us on a podcast. If you are watching us on Facebook Live, hit share. We want to make sure we can get this information out, especially the vaccine information and the uh, COVID information, really, really important. Great, great news. And so we want to get it out to as many folks as we can. So help us do that by sharing this, if you would. And thanks once again for joining us here on the Northern Kentucky Spotlight.